Pages of Pim Better Podcast. Greetings, Voyagers. Welcome to the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. This is episode number 159. Today's guest is a really, really special one for me. My guest is Mira Ray. She is a trail runner and a distance runner from Nepal. Now, a few things to understand at the outset, and this will be a, a bit of a longer intro than normal. I was able to connect with Mira phone to phone. She's not in the capital in Kathmandu right now. She is in a village and I'm here in my Brooklyn apartment and we're both on quarantine. So there's the logistics of that and the fact that right now in the village, you know, there's a lot of background noise and things like that. And then we have to deal with connection issues. So set that aside as a preface to know that Probably you shouldn't have a lot of things going on when you're listening to this episode. If you're multitasking and, and cooking and distracted, I would say for this one, sit down, grab yourself a cup of coffee, a glass of wine, whatever it is, and sit and try to focus. Because the other thing is, obviously, English is not Mira's first language. You know, I've said this before, but if you're listening in for the first time, I've had guests from all around the world. Usually they're in person, but we're on quarantine now and we're doing the best we can with the limited opportunities we have to be face-to-face with someone. I invited Mira on the podcast. So really, it's my responsibility to know Nepali, and I don't. So I can't offer her a platform where she can speak in her native tongue. And so we do the best we can in those situations. When I'm overseas, you know, I think maybe it doesn't create the most sensational and the most sexy of stories for the podcast or for sharing uh, travel stories with your friends. But my, my best moments are just sitting down with someone, sharing a meal and talking. And often there is a language barrier. And so you learn subtle techniques over time to learn as much as you can in those conversations. You know, you speak slower. Sometimes you break up the sentences a bit. You don't use really extensive vocabulary. Um, You kind of cut out words here and there. And you use a lot of gestures, a lot of facial facial cues, a lot of hand, hand gestures. Those really help a lot. You know, likely, if you're listening, you're a traveler, so you already know all of this. But I say that to say, I'm here with Mira able to do that because we're video calling, but you can't see any of those things when you're listening to this podcast. So take all of those things into account and know that you should, you should really focus and should try to be in in like a quiet, calm setting for this episode, because this is really special for me. And I want you to get the full gist of her story. And I want you to listen to her words. Mira is, is deeply inspiring to me. You know, there's a, there's a number of, of videos and, and international press articles that have come out about her. Notably, National Geographic has a feature. There's something in, in NPR, in Outside Magazine. But I really love the video content that's out there. And there's a, 
there's a director of short films and short documentaries named Dean Leslie. And he'll actually be on this podcast later in the week, so we could also talk about Mira a bit more. But he put out one that is just, it's really, it's really moving. Like I was watching it and trying not to tear up a bit. Like it's really inspiring. And the setting in Nepal is so beautiful. So I was really, really excited. I was elated to have her on here. And uh, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad we were able to make it done despite all of the, all of the things that potentially could have prevented it from happening. I do want to share her story in this intro as well, uh, a, a bit in my words, before we get to her words, just in case there is anything that wasn't totally clear for you. But I will also recommend that you check out the show notes for this episode so that you can find out some more information about her. And I will link to that video, that short documentary that I just referenced, because I think it's it's really yeah, it's really incredible, and it won't take you too long to watch it. So Mira is from Nepal, and she's from the mountains. You know, Nepal is mountainous, but she's from the mountains. Like she's not from the capital, and she's from a village. And she she notes that she was the oldest sibling from her family, and so the familial expectation was that she would be in the home helping mom with chores, taking care of the younger siblings, you know, becoming an adult before she was an adult. And she said she she much she much better liked the tasks outside of the house than inside of the house. Now there was a, a civil war going on in Nepal. And at 14, she essentially left home and became a child soldier in the Maoist army. And that is where she was exposed to a few more opportunities and became aware of, of sport, of different sports. And she notes uh, in other publications that she notes in this episode that she learned about running from her karate teacher. But from what she said, I get the, I get the feeling that like trail running and distance running in the village she was in, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a sport. It certainly wasn't a competition. But when she eventually started running and, and did her first competition, she crushed. And she notes that like all of the, you know, walking to, to carry rice in the mountains really strengthened her and, and, and helped her to train before she was ever even training. And, you know, not all trail running is, is as elevated as Nepal. So when you hear about like boxers and MMA fighters going to train at elevation because you can get winded much easier up there and it's a way to, to train your body and to train your lungs at a high altitude and low oxygen level, I'm certain that the years of, of doing that work certainly has, has trained and structured her body to, to be able to be successful at what she does. And now she's a, she's a professional trail runner. She talks a bit here about going and, and, and running in Italy. I know she, she's run in Canada, I believe, I think in British Columbia. And she's a professional trail runner. She's sponsored by the company Solomon. And I, I don't plug a lot of companies here. But if there's any example of a company that 
that does good and has like, I don't know if the word is corporate responsibility, but for a number of reasons, right? So, so sponsoring athletes gives them opportunity, as, you know, especially for Mira where she notes that those opportunities weren't really there. I saw in an article that she was talking to another girl, I think from a neighboring village, who said that the expectation was for you know, young women, really girls, at 15, 16 to get married. And Mira wanted different opportunities. And so Solomon's a company that by sponsoring her, it gives her exposure, it gives her gear, gives her money, and gives her the ability to enter different races around the world. So that's really, really cool. And, and, and Dean, who I mentioned earlier, the director, he does a lot of work for Solomon. And something that they do is they put out all this beautiful this beautiful information into the world. They have some really, really amazing short docs that, you know, obviously in a way promote their, their company, but promote these stories, these individual people and promote being out in the outdoors and, and going to these beautiful settings around the world. So I think they're, you know, they don't, there's no sponsorship or anything here. I just think they're a really cool company. And uh, it's really, really amazing that they were able to, to find Mira and to help her out on her journey. She mentions in our conversation that like, you know, w- without a team, without people in your corner, without a platform, you're not going to be successful. And so now like she's become a real inspiration in Nepal for young women, but really for everyone and an inspiration around the world. I think it was in the, the outdoor article that I mentioned that um, she was listed there with other women who are, you know, changing the world of sports and uh, adventure activities, adventure sports and, and the world of the outdoors and giving it so much more exposure because typically it's been an arena that people considered as masculine, right? It's like male dominated. And she's showing, nope, <laughs> I could beat anybody at what I do. And I find that really inspiring. Like I'm not, I enjoy running. I'm not, a, I'm not a trail runner. I'm not a distance runner. When I hear she says, oh, I ran 50K, I ran 80K, I'm like, God, <laughs> like, that is so crazy. I could never do that. But I find her story inspiring in other ways and, and just thinking that like, wow, I can overcome odds. I can, I can break out of what's expected of me. I can do something really, really difficult and survive it. So I think that's, that's really amazing. And, and she's doing a lot of work in helping the youth and, and helping young women in Nepal. She also, she does it within the world of sport and trail running, but also outside of that. I'll, I'll have a link to, she has an institute that um, tries to give better opportunities to young people in Nepal. So it's really cool that, that she's giving back and she's identifying that she now has some some influence. It, it's like, it's power in a sense, right? It's amazing how uh, it's transformed her ability to try to transform other people's lives. And so there's, there's ways to give to that. And if you're able to give that institute, give them, uh, at least check them out, right? I mean, I, I saw in an article too, like even there, there was a time when I believe it was her knee that was injured. And so she couldn't run, but she she was there supporting 
other women who were racing and cheering them on and giving that emotional support and advice and things like that. I think it's so cool. And her, and her spirit is really great. It's infectious. I think that's another reason why she's gained so many eyes around the world, so much notoriety, and that she's got a great spirit uh, and personality to go along with that story. And so I'm really appreciative that I get to share her story here. Really great that I got to talk to her. I mentioned this in my last episode, but if you, if you haven't listened to it, I had a conversation with uh, a singer in, in a hardcore punk band named Jeremy Bohm. And I find, uh, first of all, I just love his music, but um, I think he's a great lyricist and, and songwriter. And at the end of that, I said like, hey man, like this is my, it, where it's cool for you to tour with bands that like you once really looked up to, this is my version of that. I get to talk to people all around the world that I find greatly inspiring, that I'm interested in their story. And in the most selfish of ways, I just want to talk to them and meet them and now know them. <laughs> so I am so fortunate that I get to do that with this. And I know my platform's small and this, this podcast isn't really a, maybe a big deal, but my life has been enriched so much from, from these conversations and now getting to know amazing, inspiring, interesting, cool people all around the world. So in that small way, I feel as if I am a, a young Bourdain here getting to, to live out, live out my dreams. So it's really cool. And, you know, Mira is someone I, I've, I've had on my radar for a while. So it's really great to, to get to talk to her and I'll reiterate a final time. Just, uh, do your best, really concentrate. I know that, um, the logistics of making this episode happen and, and the language barrier makes it a little more difficult than normal. But I think if you if you give it a try, you'll you'll enjoy it. I, I really, really, really did. Okay. I have a I have a Patreon account that is patreon.com slash the voyages of Tim Vetter. And I think you know what those are, but they're subscription-based services essentially that it's it's a way to give to the podcast to keep the episodes coming. And the kickbacks I do are like stickers, uh, TV, TV shirts. And when I'm back out traveling, sending you postcards and, and little little things from around the world. Sometimes I like to send um, like currency from the different places that I've been in case you haven't been there and you want a little a little souvenir from the place. It's an easy, easy souvenir to give you. So that's uh, patreon.com slash the voyages of Tim Vetter. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that was a long intro. Uh, enjoy this conversation with Mira. Um, where, hmm. where are you right now? Uh, I am at home. In, not in the city. I'm now in the village. Are you are you on lockdown in Nepal? Yes, we uh, like now it's one month. Some someday at five five week, a week already happening. Wow. Uh, lockdown time. We don't move a different place. We we just stay home. And then some I I do some I study a little bit online course. And like that. <laughs> do you, do you still get to practice running? Um, 
uh, some uh, like one and a half hour I do on the road, not in the trial. Um, just, you know, be, being fit, staying fit. I do some exercise like that uh, because lockdown time, not much allowed to do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> same here. And all clothes. <laughs> it's crazy, crazy time. Yeah. Is, are, are you in the village that you grew up? Uh, no, another village. Okay. In, we call, now I'm in the, in the Zhapa. It's flat place, okay. not in the mountain. Not I in go, the grew up in the mountain, in the village of remote uh, area. And now I'm, like, it's remote, but in a flat place, not mountain. Okay. I read that when you were young, since you are the oldest child, that you had a lot yeah, of I, you had a lot of expectations on you. Uh, yeah, when we, you know, uh, older sister or older brother, and then we have to do more responsible. <laughs> uh, we have to do a lot uh, more things for responsible things. Yeah. We have to do and uh, more hard work and take care of uh, like young brother, sister also and work in the field uh, like <laughs> like that. Well, when, when you were young, what did you want to be when you were older? Sorry? <laughs> when, you, when you were a kid... Right when you were a child. Yes. What did you think your job would be when you were an adult? I don't think you planned to be a runner, right? Ah uh, no. Yes. When we I grow up, it's uh, east of Nepal. It's a very remote area of Bhojpur, and there is in uh, like round jungle inside uh, living space, and uh, like very remote area, and we never saw like what is the like you sport also that time, we don't know, just, you know, grow up, play around, uh, uh, like, you know, not, what is the show, we don't know. Um, but uh, later, later, uh, uh, when I was, I joined, uh, that time, long time ago in Nepal, uh, you know, government and public, that time, uh, it's a one team. They call most team, and they are uh, like. <laughs> and I joined there. Then I got like uh, I learned there what is a sport, and I did. And then I got more about the sport when I was doing most army. Uh, and then I <laughs> I learned for a sport team. Yeah, you were you were very young when you when you joined the army, right? Uh, yeah, I, I was uh, young and I don't know, like I, seven, um, I was studying seven class, then later and my, you know, in my place when we work in the field one year and not enough food and, you know, and we have to do another kind of activities like go to supermarket and buy uh, take a home, then sell, and a little bit make profit, then manage for, you know, 
for families, for kids, for <laughs> uh, make life like that. So when I was little and my mom, she was working uh, very hard and I was helping her to support for <laughs> uh, like that. Uh, and later, later, when I grow up and a young brother, sister was also, you know, starting more and more and no income was, then, you know, I decided to join. Uh, I had in like there, we get opportunity. Then in VS being women, it's a little bit, you know, stay home, not allowed too much, go like around different place, but I'm lucky. My parents, they gave opportunity to what do you want to do, do it. My parents, they said, and I was very happy to do something new thing, but um, not uh, new thing. And I really like to do, uh, when I was little bit, I worked for a few and that grass, everything, climbing, and you know, hills. Yeah. And got grass very, very fast and uh, uh, carry uh, water also we have to collect from down to come off and you know I always walk very fast to do you know things but not competition what is competition I didn't know that time mm -hmm. but I, uh, some my friend she was also like she my ass a little bit older than me and then she's also running with, and then how fast cut grass like that kind of thing we did and <laughs> Uh, like this, this thing I know, but not what is competition. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that time when I was younger, and then later, uh, you know, different. I I went different place and learning friend, and you know, it's uh, having uh, uh, trying to get opportunity, different different thing, uh, and you know, learning about uh, for. My village life and another, uh, you know, village life also was was kind thing. I learned a lot about uh, when I was in a master me, then, uh, you know, east to wise falls, uh, youngest sister brother also, uh, like similar me. Yeah. And then their life, my life also, you know, comparing and similar like me and uh, working together. I enjoy when I I was in a most learning and then learning more and more like that's the best thing I did. Wow. <laughs> when when was your first competition? When did you think like I could run faster than other people and compete and win? Um and I am I'm a Salomon athlete. I'm so glad to be I'm very proud to be Salomon athlete. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's if uh, very important uh, to uh, if I'm not uh, like Salomon Athens, then I don't have opportunity to go different way to compete uh, to show my you know talent thing also. And I'm so lucky to have also like this trail running platform also. And I, when I was so uh, younger, then I worked very. very uh, like different making life that time I work and then later I find like the, this field then I really uh, won uh, first time uh, this trail running thing uh, when uh, to the, I started from 2014 and uh, I was in a Kathmandu uh, 
there are my mentors uh, like uh, Richard Gold is organizer of this this race, and he saw my picture, and then he asked for another friend who's Gold and. Someone took very great picture and like you know fresh everything and then he he was surprised oh new girl she's from where and uh, then some friend runner friend they uh, they told me uh, they told him then they and then Richard sir he uh, my manager he find me then he asked me what you want to do and then I told him I uh, are you want to run he t he asked me then oh yes <laughs> I. I'm here for run, I told him. That time I was never speaking English. Yeah. I, I was speaking uh, those few words, English, then Nepali. And <laughs> later, then my mentor, Richard, he gave me, uh, he invited me to uh, complete uh, Mustang Trail Race. And then I joined this race also. And their, this, their race is... Uh, uh, like uh, uh, different country, they came, then they participated, and I run with them, and I enjoy it <laughs> with them, and I realized, wow, this is really uh, sport. And then, um, then I compete with them, and then uh, you know, I was not speaking English, but learning, you know, uh, different way to learn. Oh, that's like different from uh, Italy, from France, from UK, from different countries. Friend, they joined, uh, then I run with them. Then I won also this Mustang Trail race. Then um, my mentor, he, he, then we uh, back to Kathmandu. Then later, uh, my like one Italy friend, he asked me, Oh, oh Mira, are you coming to Italy? And then, Oh, really? And then I, I really want to join, then you know, but. I don't have money, nothing, uh, and how to go? It's different. Uh, that time it's a new race, uh, it's, uh, sporting, and not possible. I told him, not possible. But from inside, I really want to go. Then I talked with my mentor, Richard Ball, and okay, uh, he asked me to join uh, like uh, training. Then I uh, train with them like one hour. Then later, later when do say bye bye time I tell him uh, in the Italy some race some words I tell him and then he said uh, then I, I'm going <laughs> I told him then uh, he managed for me then I first time I went to Italy then uh, for 45 days and then I complete two races uh, 40 uh, 57 kilometer and 80 wow. kilometer then I got great results I won then two races and back to Nepal. Then that time also very difficult to you know uh, come from Nepal to go different country. Very difficult to yeah. get visa and management. But I never um, been flying like plane that time. But I really want to go. Then uh, finally, uh, in the last moment, I got visa. Uh, then I went myself in the airport. Sometimes they are not giving a opportunity to go different place, but uh, because that time I cancelled my visa, uh, like Malaysia visa. Then oh, she's going to Europe, and then they're 
it's like 45 minutes. I wait in the airport in the gate, like security place and the later. Small, like short time they gave me thanks. Then I went and I got trophy and uh, I <laughs> that's then I started like traveling from 2014. Wow. And uh, like that. <laughs> so running running has really changed your life has it has it changed things for your family as well yeah then uh, i'm so lucky to you know change my family also uh to you know to help i'm young brother sister i'm helping for a study for you know uh for a study i fear them then now uh, they already they finished the study and then now they had uh, a small job I'm very happy. Uh, it's from low low level to come to up. It's very difficult. Very con- uh, like it's not easy. But I'm so lucky to be like trail running uh, athlete. Then uh, you know everybody support me. Then uh, then they bring me to here. Uh, then I'm supporting for a young generation in Nepal who wants to do trail running. Uh, in Nepal, and uh, I, I have Mirai Initiative, uh, non-profit uh, uh, initiative. Then I uh, for I spo- uh, I support for uh, sister uh, because they are also looking for what to do like me. And uh, just I'm face uh, in a, like face. Uh, I got opportunity platform. Then I did it. But uh, I'm sure young brother, sister also very strong than me because they live in the place, in the mountain. When we grow up, then we start to do like very hard, hard work, uh, you know, up and down, carrying rice to turn uh, five days, three days, four days, <laughs> like carry rice and strong, strong. And similar, this is, and uh, we live also like that. Then I'm sure uh, they are also very strong. And I'm little bit working also, uh, giving opportunity. Uh, I really want to make them, you know, uh, you know, I want to be them, uh, bridge for, to go <laughs> to participate this place. Oh, wow. Like that. <laughs> you, you are an inspiration for people who want to run, but also for for women all around the world, but also, I mean, for men all around the world, I find your story very inspiring. Uh, how does it make you feel to know that, like, all around the world, your story mm. is inspiring people to try to achieve something great? Um, this is, first of all, I really want to thanks for my... Every body, they give me a platform to do this, uh, like a trail running thing. And then I, uh, then you know, hard work is nothing if we don't have platform to do something. And so I'm very lucky. To, uh, I got this platform. Then I, uh, short time I ran. Then you know there, uh, we have to be some, uh, you know, to do some up up. Then uh, everybody they realize, oh, like I come from. The same remote area of village, and they are also working very hard, hard. And then I'm successful, and everybody, you know, Mira, 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 Mira did run this many hours, like 
14 hour and champagne and you know they hear like blah blah like this thing and they realize like I did it I got it uh, and they also always feel uh, they are also feeling they can do also because we are come from the same uh, place and I'm when they are struggling uh, also and I struggle also same and so I'm very lucky Thanks for my team, Salomon, and all of the world give me opportunity, support, support and platform. Then I did, and now young generation in Nepal, they're always, oh, girls, we cannot do, we have to stay home, like that kind of thinking, you know, always think like that. But they are feeling, oh, Mira did like traveling one week, sometimes uh, be Canada, be New York, be Hong Kong, be Europe, and they're realizing oh hard work is very important and then uh, i'm very lucky and i'm very proud to show like uh, this thing it's uh to being <laughs> them uh you know uh case or them he hero like <laughs> and thanks for all of you make uh make you know giving platform and i try my best uh when i can <laughs> yeah do do you always want to run or in the future, do you have dreams of doing anything different? Uh, I really want, I'm, uh, I like, to, I love uh, to run more and more. I want to run also, then I really want to have, who want to run like me and, you know, so their, uh, uh, their talent in the, my field and I really want to in a future when I cannot run but I really want to uh, guide for young generation in Nepal in, in my like trail running field, field and I'm trying you know learning everything and con uh, connection any uh, giving platform that kind of thing also I'm trying to work slowly slowly then I already started from uh, Mira Institute to push them to so they are talenting. I, I also, when they are very strong, then I send also different country uh, to participate uh, this uh, different uh, races in the world. I, my plan, and I really want to travel with them, to run them with them also. Like this, this is my dream, and I try my <laughs> and my best, and I need also support. Uh, who wants to support me to, um, you know, bring young generation in, you know, every, uh, because uh, everybody support me like uh, some, uh, then I'm here. <laughs> uh, then I really want to, you know, this opportunity giving back for young generation. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's... That's amazing. And hopefully some yeah. some people hear the podcast and maybe can also support the Institute or support you. Um, I want to say, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much, Mira. Um, it was, thank you so much for, you know, giving platform to me. It's lovely, but we are not here. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, for all, although, <laughs> I love you and thank you so much for, for you giving opportunity to speak, to share my thing also for everybody. And 
uh, stay strong and welcome to Nepal also if you want to run with uh, you can contact me by Instagram or by and let me know when you will be in Nepal. I will be in Kathmandu. Then we can run also sometime together. I will run also around Kathmandu Hills also. And thank you. And I'm sure all of you for my friend. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I will I will definitely keep in touch, Mira, and I will follow your story. So thank you. Yeah. Namaste. That is a wrap on episode number 159 of the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. Wow, that was really cool and it made me feel like I was overseas again. If you could see what I could see, Mira was in the village and you can just hear like the noisy chatter of people all around her uh, laughing and having a good time despite the fact that we're all isolated and on quarantine I mean, the best place to be right now would be in a rural setting that, you know, doesn't have direct contact uh, at the moment with like huge groups of people in the nearest city. So I'm sure uh, the folks around her were quite happy. And it's cool to see just like how happy she is and how how, how cool it is to see that she's uh, willing to give of her time and to do her very best to have a conversation with a fool here in the States who, who only speaks English. So, um, yeah, really, really cool. Really happy with that. It is actually, I, I have work today. So I got up at, uh, 5.30 AM because there's a, a 10 hour difference between New York city and Nepal, but I'm happy to do it, uh, to get to talk to her and share her story. So hope you like this one, folks. Thanks for tuning in as always. Uh, it's, it's great to have you all along for the ride. It's been, I've been real fortunate to be able to put out such cool content while, you know, the world is in turmoil. So uh, I don't forget that fact and I'm appreciative of all of you. And I know that there's so many different things to keep your attention right now. So thank you for tuning in. As always, please take care of each other. I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.